Hey everybody, before we get started, I want you to be sure to participate in our giveaway. We're mm. we're giving away something big. Mm. Some, How big? Something good. Stickers. It, we're giving uh, away some stickers. Oh, we ain't giving away a sticker. We're not giving away a mug. We're not giving away what? a t-shirt. We're going to give away- Journal. No, bigger. Mm. We're going to give away- Pencil. Oh, no, there are some nice pencils. We're going to give away Lagos 7 Reformed Package to oh, one of our listeners. Oh my, are you serious? Yeah, this is a- this The is Reformed a, Package, not the, the base package. No, the Reformed the Base Package, I think, is isn't that free? It's just, yeah, it's just like the show. I'll give that away all day. Here's the thing. <laughs> you guys are going to want to participate. Hit the show notes, and you'll find out how to do it. We'll be linking, tweeting, yeah. and all of that. But if you would like a copy of Lagos 7 Reformed Package before Christmas- uh, you need to mm. get it, get on it. Merry Christmas, suckers! Dilly dilly. <laughs> you gotta stop that. You gotta stop that. You gotta stop that. All right, stop that. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. A podcast exploring Christian faith and practice <laughs> from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder at Redeemer Fellowship. We've derailed. We've been gone too long, man. We just, we, we're back from New Zealand. Oh my gosh, we're back from New Zealand. We couldn't get together. We couldn't hang out. Uh, yeah, Jimmy was too busy for me oh, this dude, last I'm, week. I'm still going to be busy this week. Oh, Starting tomorrow, I'll be... Oh. Uh, so we're finally back. We're in the cigar shop. Yep. We're smoking. Yep. Back and, to our happy place. Yeah, this is nice here. And uh, they're watching some kind of uh, filthy, sexy movie out there, so we closed uh, so the, the door so we wouldn't hear the grunting and panting. I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah, that was that was during take two. Yeah. We like restart yeah. a we few keep, times. We, we keep stumbling over like the promo that we're doing uh, for Lagos Bible Software and all of that, but we're back. Are we're we here things and we're like, oh, oh, that, that? I can't be out here. Yeah. So we're back now, and mm-hmm. we're having a good time. Yep. Really excited. And uh, New Zealand was fun, man. Man, it was great. They great loved people. me. They loved. I know. Me. I was surprised by that too. It was. Uh, that was no, uh, there was nothing no. to be. There was nothing to be surprised by. No, uh, there was I, nothing I was surpri- to be. Sur- I was surprised, and Shout you out. were surprised too. No, no. no. I, well, here's what I was surprised about. I was surprised about how well I did. That surprised me. Not that they. Lo- they I knew people would love me. I'm. I'm a lovable teddy bear. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Fofo You're does t- mean cuddly. I. I do. I do the mean cuddles. Mm-hmm. All right. So oh, you, I get you. You say I mean, I uh, gotcha. I thought you meant. I thought you said Fofo does the mean cuddles. Like, no. oh, he's a cuddly. No, it, mean, it, it means, means cuddly. Cuddle. It means yeah. soft. It means puffy. That's what Fofo means. Means cute. You can look it up. It means cute. How many times do I screenshot the definition and put it I, I on our show notes? Too. And cute. it says fluffy. Cute. That's what it means. Go ahead. Cute. Anyways, no, I, I man had a great time. Shout out to Ari. Shout out to Debbie. Shout out to Michael. Cody. Shout, Cody. Harriet. Max, uh, I feel like we're missing Max, somebody. Max, Belinda, yeah, we're all missing the Australian somebody. folks. We're missing somebody. I know we're missing somebody. In my head, I know I'm missing somebody. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Uh huh. Shout out to Michael's wife. You did, Candace. Oh, you didn't say Candace. I didn't say Candace. Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I almost called was her Rebecca. A, yeah. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're, we're, shout out to everybody. It was uh, especially those Australian guys, especially Hylam. Um, we are uh, so we're back and we got the mics up and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the sacred and the secular, right? Yeah. We're gonna, we're Man, gonna... I'm I'm actually uh, I'm nervous about this. I'm excited about this. I think uh, we don't have all this figured out. No, no. And so I think on the front end, we want to say, you know, hey, we want to be charitable with others. But we Even hope... those jerk faces who are wrong. 
We want to be charitable to them. <laughs> we want to be charitable to them. But we, want, we want others, hopefully, to be charitable with us and realize we don't have this all figured out. I don't care if they're charitable towards me. I do. I do. It's no, kind of that's because you know. you're sensitive. You're like the fluffy fofo. Yeah, you. Like, I hate uh, you. No, I I'm just saying. So like much. that's that. You know, you, I hate you, you, you so much. You, 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 you're very sensitive. It's not about that. It's just about you know. Yeah, your feelings get hurt. I know. My, you know what? I've actually gotten more callous during the podcast. Oh, you have to be. You have to because some people come after us. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dumb people. Yeah. I mean, no, no. Good no, people no, that not, have good hearts not, and intentions. Yeah. They like, when, like, like when we ate at Hell's at, at Hell Pizza in uh, in Wellington. Oh, I didn't know what to say to that. We got uh, my we got wife s- kept texting. She's like, "You guys are getting blasted." I was like, "I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> Would so, they have been offended if we had gone to Heaven Pizza? Yeah, there's a Heaven restaurant down the street from Hell. Yeah, so yeah. why is it that one's good, one's bad? Why is one sacred, one secular? Yeah, they're both secular, actually. Exactly, <laughs> so, but that's what I'm saying yeah. in people's mind, though, because it says Heaven, it's okay. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to talk about this whole idea of, of the sacred and mm. the secular. If you were paying attention a few years ago, the whole notion of, of two-kingdom theology was really popular on those interwebs. Um, the interwebs? Yep. So you, you heard a bunch of, you read a bunch of guys talking about it um, from different perspectives. And there are two basic camps out there, um, you know, some arguing that the Christian lives in two kingdoms at the same time, uh, the kingdom of the world and the kingdom of God. And uh, they would say that the kingdom of the world is secular and that the kingdom of God is sacred. Um, and the, 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 the dominant view out there, if, from, from my perspective, Jimmy, I don't know if you f- see this as well, mm. is that there is no divide between sacred and secular for the Christian. Right. That, that seems to be the dominant view, at least in our circles. Right. Yeah. Most Christians seem to say like, no, 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 there's there's no division between the sacred and the secular. And they're they're careful to maintain that there is no division because they fear and they have probably seen yeah. many Christians when they create a division of sacred and secular. Abandon culture. They abandon the culture. Yeah. They abandon the city. They abandon the secular because it's bad or it's less than. And they go with only the sacred. So if we are people that tend to land on that you know, sacred secular divide, uh, we should probably say a few things up front just to let people know uh, where we are. So right. before you get the wrong idea, let's yeah. just we'll clue yeah. you in. Why don't you give us the good idea? Why don't right. you get so like, good, yeah, why don't you share idea. what it is? Okay, so first Permit of all, granted, go. For, first of all, we are right and you are wrong. That's the first thing I would probably. I don't remember that being the first one. No, I'm just saying like that's probably the first thing no, we should no, know. No, 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 no. It's not it? No, it's not okay. it. It's not it. Because we could be wrong. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, let's just say uh, very plainly that the world belongs to God, all of it. If, you know, if there are two kingdoms, if there is the sacred and the secular, God is the Lord over it all, right? Yeah. So we'll start with that. Yeah, I think uh, uh, sin is damaged and distorted God's creation, right? Like we, right. not just like we see that in Genesis, we see that in scripture. I mean, we see that just even experientially as we live our life here. Yeah. And you know, we want to state these things because these are the things that are oftentimes said by people that who, who would deny the division between the sacred and the secular, right? So we want to affirm these things. Um, like God has a holistic plan for the redemption yeah. of the whole world, right? Uh, meaning creation itself. So God is not just going to save individuals. He's going to redeem the world. He's going to bring about a cosmic yeah. redemption. Um, that God calls us as as believers, as, as the elect, as Christians, as his, uh, to live, to work, uh, and to uh, recreate or play yeah. in the world. Right, right. We're supposed to be in the world, right? That's right. Um, and we would say, like, I know that some of those, like New Calvinists in particular, will oftentimes say, like, well, all of life is sacred. Um, we would say 
for the Christian, all of life is spiritual. Yeah. And I like that word better because of the distinction that we might want to make, that we will make between sacred and secular. But yes, for the believer, all of life is spiritual. We follow the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. in our recreation, and our vocation, like Jimmy was saying, as well as in our worship and disciple making. Yeah, I mean, the resurrection, the new heaven and the new earth, that's the end. Right? That is our great hope. That's right. right? So That's those, what we look forward to. Those, those are the things. So when, when, you're, when you're thinking about you know, people who... Um, who might disagree with us? Uh, you know, they're they're going to agree with us on those points. I think for sure. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah. all right. Like so, like in in our in one of our tribes, right? We're a part of Acts twenty nine. There is. Let's see if Jimmy can guess. There is, as it relates to this, there is mm. a uh, tagline we could call it or slogan that accompanies many of the church plants. Uh, that kind of hints towards their aim mm. that relates to this subject. You, let's see. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Renew the city. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So, yes, uh, renewing the city, mm. the renewal of the city. Mm. Like, this is... City renewal. City renewal. This is... Stop it. What? Stop it. What? You are calling out Tim Keller, and I Tim am. Keller will spank you with a theological wooden spoon. <laughs> Do not call out Keller. I, I'm not calling Keller him out. Keller is your I didn't call him out. genius grandpa. Okay. He, he, listen, he has a lot of great things to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he yeah. likes to renew the city. Okay. He likes the city renewal. Through evolution. <laughs> <laughs> we love Tim Keller. Um, but yeah, he's one of those guys, right? And yeah. He's brilliant, smarter than we will ever be. Put together uh, yeah. times 10. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, By the way, we're, we're not saying that we're smarter than anybody who holds the other view. We're not. We're not. We're not smarter than anybody. What we are saying is like, we're, we're right. We're, we're saying that we side with guys who are these great theologians yeah. who would disagree with them. We, we tend to buy their arguments more. So Yeah, like, you know, I mean, you know, Horton Klein. Augustine, Luther, Calvin. You know, whatever. Andrew, whatever. You know, it's, yeah. you know, a few. Just a few. Just to name a just few. A few. Just a couple. A few of our boys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So he, here's the deal. Um, we believe that as Christians, we do live in two kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, one kingdom that is common to all people, right? So whether you're a Christian or not, you're a part of that kingdom. You live, work, and play in that kingdom, in that realm. And everything that's going on in that realm, uh, you know, can be a mix of good and bad. But then there is a kingdom that is limited to God's people. The world is not a part of that kingdom. It's not a part of that realm. Yeah. Now, what does happen in that kingdom, well, that can be a mix of good and bad. But what's supposed to happen in that kingdom is specifically... Uh, sacred. It is yeah. specifically uh, oriented towards uh, God's work of redemption through Christ among His people, and the, everything that happens in in the common kingdom yeah. is considered secular. And those things which are sacred are only happening in the kingdom of God. One kingdom is temporary, yeah. right? The, the 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 common kingdom is is temporary. It's not going to last. The other kingdom is everlasting. Um, like Jesus said, we're, you know, or at least, you know, it sort of implied yeah. in a way. He said, we are in the world, but we are not of yeah. the world. I mean, I love how Peter puts it, right? Like we're, we're uh, sojourners, right? We're exiles. Right, right. So like we, 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 we're here by God's design, yeah. but this is not our long-term home. It's not mm-hmm. our permanent home. Mm-hmm. We are, we have a different kingdom, a different ruler, a different ethic, yeah. uh, a different belief. Now I think some people struggle with this, Joe, because uh, secular today is a bad word, right? Yeah, like it's it is. Used, it's used in a way to talk about like, 
uh, godless. Yeah, godlessness. Yeah, uh, atheism. Like the, to be secular is to be an an atheist, or yeah. or it's just to be like a pagan that yeah. lives apart from God. I mean, to sum it up, it, it's it's someone that's living immorally, right? And that, and that's what you know we think of secular secularism, and it has it has a, really a, adopted those definitions, but. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Um, theologians have used that word for centuries. Just simply speak of the common kingdom. You know, the sacred meaning common, common to, I mean, secular meaning common, common yeah. to all people. So it's not a bad word. Um, guys like Van Drunen doesn't, they don't want to even use that word because of the implications the and connotations minds, that come with the it. Connotations, yeah. right? That's a better word. So, um, so he just he, he avoids that. He just talks about two kingdoms. But when we talk about these two kingdoms, we want to affirm that God rules both of these worlds or mm-hmm. both of these kingdoms, uh, though they are very different spheres. And so we're going to be linking to some books to you know, let you guys know, like you know, what you can read that would reflect much more um, articulately yeah. what we are pointing toward here. And and really, it comes down to, in part, it comes down to. Uh, two different covenants that God has established that become sort of the, the the basis or the foundation for our understanding of these two kingdoms. One is the Noahic covenant, mm-hmm. and one is the Davidic covenant. Uh, certainly, Van Drunen and Klein like yeah. they, make, they make these arguments. Yeah, they look at the at the uh, Noahic as as for all people, right? And the Davidic for God's people, right? Right. So, like for example, you know, you guys know the story of Noah. Uh, I mean, unless you got your information from that awful movie, um, <laughs> which is a terrible movie. I even I like that director. That was that was a weird movie. Um, all right. So God brings judgment upon the earth. Mankind's sin, you know, people has spread. There's total depravity. And he brings about a flood that destroys everyone but Noah and his family. And, uh, and then in, in chapter 8, verse 20 of Genesis, it says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have mm-hmm. done while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. This is essentially a covenant of preservation. Yeah. God says, I'm going to preserve the created order as is in order to bring about the revealing of the sons of God, the redemption that is going to come. And in this in this covenant, he is calling Noah and all of humanity to, in chapter 9, be fruitful and multiply, uh, to subdue the earth, uh, to pursue justice in yeah, the land. Yeah. And so we, we see this, this realm, right, that is not unique to the people of God, but is common to everyone. That's right. So this is a kingdom. This is a, a, a realm in which all people participate. Yeah, I mean, in the Davidic, right? You look at Second Samuel chapter seven, verses eight through seventeen. I'm just only going to read. Uh, uh, let's see, I will go fifteen through seventeen, or fifteen Are and sixteen. You sure? okay. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Oh, you sure? Yeah. Okay. But my steadfast love. <coughs> now you got me all. Uh, but my steadfast love will not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I will, whom I put away from before you, and your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever, right? So there's this future hope that we have that Christ will reign. He is on the throne uh, forevermore. So in that in that Davidic um, you know covenant, when God promises uh, a kingdom that will have no end, a king that will reign forever, mm-hmm. 
This is now, uh, speaking of a kingdom that is limited, the entrance into this kingdom is by faith alone yeah. in the Messiah alone. Uh, it is it is by grace that people enter into it. Not everyone is in that kingdom. That's right. So we have these two kingdoms in which we operate. And what we want to, really what we, we just want to establish here more than anything for people that are listening is we want to we want to emphasize that that because we believe in this, it actually moves us to uh, be involved in both kingdoms wholeheartedly. That's right. It's right? not to, it's not to leave the kingdom itself, right? Right. So we are definitely not um, trying to uh, prove this case, you know, yeah. overall. As much as we're just trying to say, hey, listen, th- you, there are there are better men that can prove this or can you know argue for this. What we want to do is we want to just say, hey, here are the reasons why we believe that two-kingdom theology pushes us into both of these realms, sacred and secular, mm-hmm. um, wholeheartedly. So in terms of motives, Jimmy, yeah. when we're looking at the, the secular, you know, why aren't Christians who believe in this, why shouldn't Christians yeah. who believe in this be led away from the secular and only into the sacred? Well, I'm thinking of the, the great commandment, right? Love your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. right? Love Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And so that's kind of the focus there is, is caring for those around you, seeking their good, seeking their, that they would flourish um, and that they may know God. So it, that is common to everyone. This is, this is like to care for your neighbor, yeah. to love one another. This is, this is a universal obligation, right, uh, for all people. So um, there's, it's not just believers that are called to do that, right? It's, it's everybody. So our motive in politics our motive that's uh, good yeah in in social justice, justice yeah our, well let's just call it justice social justice seems a little whiny but it'll say justice oh, my bad i'm just my saying, bad i'm I, just saying no, I, i'm not I, picking I, I on forgot you you're a snowflake no no i'm not a snowflake no that's you're the, the snowflake you're the snowflake. snowflake yeah you're a snowflake I, I'm, i've got a how am i a snowflake i'm the most like uh inappropriate because you're white sensitive that okay i do look like a snowflake yeah that's right okay snowflake look like a snowflake um so yeah, it, it is love for neighbors. One of those things that really drives us into it. You know, God sends us into the world yep. uh, in in one sense in as an ambassador of the kingdom, but there's another sense in which we live and work and play in that kingdom yeah. of the world uh, in in ways that God wants us to honor Him and to love our brothers and sisters. So then, what what about the motive for uh, sacred then? Yeah, I mean the the, the sacred. Uh, I mean we're, we're we're talking about we we want to glory as Christians. We want to glorify God in both, right? But you know, in the in the realm of the sacred, uh, we're motivated by the glory of God in His work in the church mm. for the making of disciples. Uh, so we're talking about word and ordinances, uh, those things that are not only limited to God's people, but which make the people of God. Right. So there's this redemptive work that's happening that is sacred, and then there's this common work that is happening, that is secular, and we are supposed to be involved in both because both are good. Yeah. They're not one, one isn't bad and one is good. They're both good. They just serve different purposes. You know, the, the kingdom of preservation is for ongoing justice and enjoyment of God's good gifts that are common to all people, but the realm of the sacred is God's work of redemption where people are renewed in the image of Jesus. Now, there are some implications here, though. Oh, yeah. By, because we believe in two-kingdom theology, there are some implications, and you've heard these implications and uh, come out in our podcasts in, in, a number of, in a number of different episodes. Oh, yeah. And so you can see where a lot of this is coming from. I mean, the first, I mean, the mission of the church then is, is, is to make disciples. It's not social justice or redeeming culture. 
Uh, it's to make disciples as disciples. Right. That's we, what we're called to. Right. We, we can't, we, we really can't, we can't redeem culture. Redemption is something that God does. And so that word, I mean, you, you can use that word and you can say that we, you redeem something in, in a casual way, but, um, you know, renewing the city and all of that, that's, I don't, I agree with you that that's not the mission of the church. It, it, the mission of the church is to make disciples. I think that's pretty plain and clear. Yeah. And I think people get confused because they've eroded this distinction between the two kingdoms and the sacred and the secular. And and by the way, I just like when have we ever really seen the city renewed by the church? I mean, we're not Salt Lake City. Yeah, right. I I don't think that there is. Certainly, we work for renewal. As citizens of the world, as Christians in the world, we work for renewal as Christians, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But the mission of the church itself, the mm-hmm. mission of the the church as the kingdom of God, as the as the manifestation of the kingdom of God, is making disciples. the The role of the Christian in society, yeah, that's important, which is different from the mission of the church. The role of the Christian in society is, like you said earlier, to live, work, and play in, uh, for God's glory and man's good. Um, among all the people. This that, is, does, that doesn't mean separating yourself, right? Like we have this tendency to think, okay, I have to pull away and not enjoy the art or the culture that, that is around us. Uh, that's part of the uh, common kingdom or, right. or secular, right? right? Um, and so, or we try to think, okay, we have to change that in such a way to Christianize it right. rather than enjoying that which is still good. I was just with my kids in the car this last week yeah. and, um, and there was a family Christian store and That's going out of business. Yep. It's. I think it's closed now. Yeah. And the kids are like, because we were we were going to that uh, that chain terrible Chinese restaurant next door, Panda Express. That's what it is. Um, but it kind of wants to sponsor us. Uh, we love Panda yeah, Express. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love Panda Express. Uh, so good sesame chicken. No, no, man. I go with Mongolian beef. Sesame chicken. I don't think they have sesame chicken. They have orange chicken. Sesame chicken. They don't have sesame chicken. I don't think you're. I think you're wrong. Sesame chicken. So every, every place has sesame. No, chicken. not not them. Oh but, yes. But my kids were going up and they go, "What's a Christian store?" That's that's our kids. What's a Christian <laughs> store? Yeah. And, I mean, the dog's name is Lucy Fur. And uh, what they said, "Oh, I got hack. I got trouble for that." So. Um, anyways, they like, "What's a?" And I said, "Well, you know, it used to be that we had Christian bookstores back in the day, and they just sold all kinds of Christian books. But the Christian stores, they they sell trinkets and you know." And I said, oh, they, they sell testaments. They, and I told them, I said, they, they sell toys, but they can't just sell a toy. It has to be a Christian toy. So they sell a car that says, go with God, or they'll sell a Tyro- Tyrannosaurus Rex figure, um, but it says, Jesus is Rexcellent on it. I've actually seen these things. And, uh, and my, shame. My, Poor kids, shame. my kids are like, what the heck? Like, what are you talking about? And I said, I know. Uh, they, they've, they've, they, they've come to believe that, at least in practice, that I, I can't enjoy the things of this world unless I somehow make them sacred, yeah. which is wrong. So, uh, you know, the, the role of the Christian in society, uh, we can enjoy this world, we should work in this world. Think of uh, the Protestant work ethic yeah. that Luther pushed really hard, that you glorify God by, do it, by working well, by working righteously, uh, whether you are a street sweeper um, in the world, or you are a missionary translating the Bible into a foreign language, you are both glorifying God equally yeah. in your respective callings or vocations. And so restoration is is still possible. Like it's impossible, like, or yeah, it's yeah. possible in part, right? Like right. I want to make that very clear in part, uh, but it's not the mission of the church, right? right? The calling is on all people at all time in all places. Yeah, and we've seen living the way you're supposed to live right. in the place that you are at. So we've seen restoration happen. Yeah. Okay. So let's give some examples. Um, Prohibition. Yeah. 
okay, the elimination of prohibition. You oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, the there you go. Uh, so uh, uh, the abolition of the slave trade. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that was good. That was a move. That was a restoring movement. Uh, and it was, it was very, very good. Um, the civil rights movement later on. Uh, a lot of us want to see, desperately want to see abortion abolished entirely. Yep. Uh, and it needs to be. And, and by God's common grace – in the in in the common kingdom, it can happen, and we and we hope that and Christians ought to can be ought to be and can be a part of that. Um, so we're not saying that we should be uninvolved in society. We say we should be deeply involved in society in our culture. Um, though we understand there is a distinction between the mission of the church and our role in uh, in the culture. And I mean, finally, I think the implication is the redemption of this world, right? Uh, this is God's work in Christ. It, it will only happen when Jesus returns. The, the, the ultimate redemption of this world, all creation uh, being renewed, and there are, there are different views on how that comes about. But uh, yeah, that's God's work. We don't redeem the world. God redeems the world in the end. So, I mean, I think all we really want to do in this episode is encourage people to think harder about yeah. these things. We don't things. have all the answers. We're not saying that we've got it all together. No, we no, no. So what we would say is, you know, don't read your favorite um, blog and go, okay, that's my view. Um, instead, read the books. Read broadly and apply your mind to Scripture and to the discipline of theology. Um, we have to continue to do this. So we're constantly reading, you know, Pastor Pat, who just walked into the cigar shop. Say what's up, Pastor Pat. Hey, hey. See there, he was back on the podcast, you babies. Now quit whining. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, we're constantly, Pat is constantly reading books that um, that are in his wheelhouse, that are easy to read. He can read it in a day. And then he'll read a book that kicks his butt because it's, it's, it's harder for him because it's outside of his wheelhouse. And the same goes for Jamie. The same goes for me. We're constantly reading. You need to do the same thing. And, and there are some base, uh, let's just put it this way. Uh, what's, what's give, give them one basic question they should really be thinking about as they're reading and thinking through this issue, Jimmy. What's your role in the city? That's good. That's good. <laughs> What's your role in, in the community that God has placed you in? Because some people just don't know what their role is. Yeah. And it's, it's hard for them to know. And so they, they just ask, they, what, what's my role? And they make it up as they go and, um, and, and or, or they're eternally frustrated or perpetually frustrated. Mm. So I think that's really good. Uh, so what's your role in the city and what is the church's calling? Right? Those, maybe those are the two big that's questions good. we will leave you with. Listen, guys, uh, don't forget, we got that giant Lagos giveaway. Now, Pat, do you need Lagos? Nope, got it. Yeah. Mm. So you need it, but you already have it. Yes. That's yes. right. Jimmy? Oh, got, I got it. We, we got the Lagos. We, we rocked the Lagos. Of course, I use it. I, 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 I rocked the Lagos. You guys need the Lagos. Now, I know some of you are thinking, oh, you know, it's a little expensive. Yeah, uh, good things are expensive. Just ask Jimmy. He's driving around a Bentley. I hate you. I hate you Why so are you much? driving around a Bentley? I hate you. Stop it. Jimmy won't defend himself. There's been some videos. I'll put it up in the show notes. <sighs> Jimmy's driving around this Bentley. Um, it's Not, not just Bentley. Stop it. Maserati, Bentley. Okay. The the reason Jimmy is driving these things around is not because they're his. He won't defend himself because he just doesn't care. No, because the Lord is my my shield. All right. Um yes. he's he's driving <laughs> he's driving those things around. I like that. They belong I like that one. <laughs> they belong to the owner of the company that he works for. He doesn't have a car right now. He is getting a car replacement because as you all saw, his hoopty broke down <laughs> and he's getting something new. So in the meantime, he gets to drive around like a baller and pretend he is a big deal. Um so yeah, man. Uh Get to the show notes, find out how to participate, and yeah. you have a chance to win Lagos 7 
reformed package. It's going to be awesome. Join the conversation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on the website, DoctorDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast or you can hit up the store and sign up for the Doctrine and Devotion 2018 conference on the spirit and the Michael church. Horton's coming now. Everybody needs to sign up. Michael, Michael Horton is coming. Com- Van Drunen's coming. They're not Klein coming. is coming. Oh, Klein's dead. Yeah, he's he's gonna be there. Gonna be, it's, it's gonna be two <laughs> kingdom. Di- no, it's, it's gonna be awesome, man. Got Doug Logan, Jimmy Fowler. Now mm. a conference speaker. He's on the conference circuit now. Jimmy is, and um, and I'll, I'll be that was there a too. hard eye roll. That no was, one can uh, see. Uh, yeah, good eye roll. Yeah, uh, like that. All right, can we wrap like it up? Because like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sign up for the 2018 Dr. Wilson Conference. You on just the said that. You and said the that. church. Right. Got Head it. on over to iTunes and give us an honest five star oh. review. Are those T-shirts ready yet? Uh, I don't know if by this time. Oh, you guys need to check out the store. Make sure you're not missing anything at the store. We got some new stuff coming. Yep, yep, yep. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesday. Video content on Fridays later. Dilly dilly. Stop it. You can't do it anymore. <laughs>